0: want to live well, do good, be happy. But how do we do that in the middle of our regular routine of kids complaining and laundry to fold? How do we live well, do good, be happy with big jobs and full lives? Well, I'm Polly Campbell, and that's what we'll talk about here on Simply Sunday. and welcome. I'm Polly Campbell and this is the podcast where we talk about the simple actions, behaviors, attitudes, things we can do, adopt, try to live well, do good, and feel better. And this is the practical stuff that even I can do. And if I can do it, you can do it. In the middle of my day of animals to walk and feed and kids to drop off and meals to cook and chores to do and work deadlines to meet, all the same stuff that you're dealing with in a full and busy life. These are little tweaks, little things we can become aware of to feel better during our day. You know, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about adding in new habits to replace the ones that aren't working as well for us. I've really found in my life that when I start thinking about the things I have to cut or eliminate or stop doing, i freak out I feel too constrained but when I have thought about the things to add in the things I want to do to enhance my life that's an easier thing for me to do adding in eating more fruits and vegetables was easier than thinking about how I could no longer eat pizza or whatever it is so by the time I added in the fruits and vegetables I wasn't as hungry and I didn't eat as much pizza I found that adding in the positive habits was an easier way to kind of edge out the ones that weren't helping me as much. But what I'm interested in this week is how do we stay on track? Because when we're starting a new routine or building a new habits in the beginning, you know, we're very aware and we can keep up with that. We're motivated and excited to get going. But how do we stay motivated? How do we stay on track? How do we keep going toward the ultimate goal even when we don't feel like going to the gym or sitting at the decks or cooking another flipping meal for our family. This is real world stuff people seriously the daily routine can be a grind. Yet writing a chapter one day and nothing for the next month doesn't get the book written. Working out one day and then taking the following week off that's not going to get us in shape. That used to be my MO, I'd be all fired up and excited. I would race to the gym, exercise as hard as I could for an hour, limp to the car, head back the next morning, do it all again, all fired up. But By the third or fourth morning, I was done. I was stiff and achy, an hour felt too long, the work got in the way of an hour workout routine. But when you've identified something important to you, something you know will help create the moods and experiences you want in your life, Something you care about, how can we keep at it even on the days we don't feel like it? Because geez, I know working out is important to me, and I've gotten a lot of benefit from doing that. Although you all know, because of this program, how much I do not like working out, I've built in things that I do enjoy about it. I listen to podcasts that I enjoy during the workout. I get some time to myself, I feel better at the end of the day. It helps me on the golf course. So I found the rewards. But how do I keep going when I don't feel like going. It's the same with writing. There are times I'm really excited and motivated to work on the chapter. There are other times when staring at a blank page just shakes me up and it's hard to sit down and do the work. That's what we're going to talk about today. But when we're talking about motivation, here's the key. If you are waiting to feel motivated, then it's already too late. Part of the way to keep going is is to go no matter what, is to do it no matter what. Because the toughest time and the time our motivation takes the biggest hit is at the very beginning. It's hard to start. If we can make it easy to get going, if we can automate that action, know what we are going to wear, know where we will go, what our goal is, what we are due, then we are more likely to do it and keep it up. We are likely to be motivated to take care of our business. If we are burning energy and resources trying to figure out what to wear, what we need to do, what the workout's gonna be, we are gonna have less to put in to the activity that we care about. We'll have less to put into the riding or to the run, or to the class, or the chore, right? Thinking about this, on the mornings when I knew exactly what my workout was going to be, it was easier for me to get up and go. But when I had a lot of thinking to do, it felt more taxing. And I burned a lot of resources just getting to the gym. So one way to handle this start, the hard start, is to make it easier and create a ritual or a set of steps that we perform every day. I talked about morning rituals last week, I guess it was. And what we know from research and study is when we have a series of steps that we perform really methodically or with a certain level of reverence, then it helps enhance our experience, make it more enjoyable and interesting, and it makes it easier to start the activity. We know what the steps will involve, and that helps with our motivation. So if you want to work out every day, go through the same morning routine or the same prep time before your workout. I lay my clothes out on the dresser. I get up, I see my clothes, I put them on in the dark. And as soon as those clothes are on, no matter what else happens, I know it's a workout day. Okay. Find your ritual. For my writing ritual, I come into the office. When I'm in the office, I sit down at the same space, at the same desk, and I know it's time to write. And that's what I do here, even when I don't feel like it. So what are the steps that will take you closer to your goal? Find the few that will start you and do them every day or every time you want to follow through on this action and stay motivated toward it. The, the thing here is that will get you moving whether you feel like it or not. And once we're started, it's a whole lot easier to keep at it. And even if you really love something or you're committed to your goal and it's exciting to work toward it, which we all have days like that too, right? Motivation goes up and down. Some days it's great to get started. There are always gonna be days when we have something else on our mind or we're not feeling up to snuff or we don't feel like doing it. So prepare for that. And one way I do that is I schedule in my activity. I schedule my workout, I put it right in the calendar. Because it's important to me that I do it and I don't feel like doing it. I schedule in my writing time. I have a Wednesday. um, I have several hours slated for certain types of work so that on that day, I'm sitting down I don't need to think about what I'm gonna do. I know the project I'm gonna take on and I write it right in and I save that time. So if you're working towards something that's meaningful to you, make sure you have it on your regular schedule. So you don't even have to think about it. You know you're going to go in and work toward that goal. Whether it's parenting time, building relationships, taking a class and doing your homework, take it on a side hustle to earn extra money or develop your creative skills, whatever it is, build it into your schedule. And then create a physical and mental routine to support that thing you want to accomplish. And in sports, they often say play within yourself. And here's how I interpret that. As human beings, we are most engaged and intrigued by the things we can't quite master, yet We feel competent enough to explore. Does that make sense? In fact, research into flow that being in the zone has found that passion comes when we are curious and intrigued, when our interest is peaked, because we are good enough at the activity, but we can't quite master it. We can't figure it all out. That drives people to keep practicing their sport, to keep learning the next thing in their job. You know, writing is like that for me because it's, it's something that I'm capable of doing. I continue to get better, I hope, and, and I'm competent. But there's always something different. There's always a new skill I need to learn, something I practice, something I'm not very good at, something else to explore. So one of the best ways to keep your motivation up is to pick a good goal in the first place, to pick something that matters to you, that's intriguing, that has your interest, something that you're capable of doing, but you haven't quite mastered it, right? Right now, golf is like this for me. And my recreation time, my husband and I will go out and play a short round of golf at a short executive size course and it's killing me. I can't figure it out. I'll have one great round and the very next day I'll blow it. And that keeps me going back, I think. There's always something to learn and a new thing to try. And if you set your personal goals and professional goals to things that really matter to you, I mean, I'm not planning to play on the LPGA tour anytime soon. That's not a big, important goal to me. But my writing is, my books are, my speaking, my podcast, the way I'm growing into my profession, the way I'm growing as a parent, those things are important to me. So when you can find those things that you can't quite figure out but are interesting enough to keep working on, Uh, that's pretty cool. That keeps us going even on the days we we don't feel like it. And that kind of goes to intrinsic motivation. Have you heard about this, right? Set goals around your intrinsic motivation. Intrinsic motivation is the behavior that we have, the actions we take that are driven only by the internal rewards. In other words, the motivation to do this thing, to chase this goal, to take this action, we do it just because it makes us happy or interested. It's naturally satisfying to us. It arises from within us. It is not driven by any external reward. It's not driven by any need to avoid negative consequence. So in intrinsic motivation, uh, it shows up in my exercise. I don't, I don't love exercise, as I've said about a zillion times. But I'm motivated to walk. So the exercise itself isn't motivating to me. I don't feel any great benefit. But I know with the arthritis that I live with, if I don't move and maintain activity and movement, I'll stiffen up and it'll become very hard to walk and play golf and do the things that I really am motivated by, the things that I really enjoy. So I am intrinsically motivated to keep moving. And that is what keeps me at the gym exercising. Writing, I'm super curious. I want to figure out how to be a better writer. I want to understand myself better. And I want to connect with people. And I do that through my writing. It helps me process the experience that I'm having and the world I'm living in. The writing itself is like a puzzle. There's always something to learn. So it compels me to keep going. To explore and understand your intrinsic motivation on any goal or task, think about your own values. What matters to you? What drives you? What's interesting to you? You've probably heard people say that to stay motivated, you need to know your why. So why does what you are working on matter to you? When we are driven by the expectations of others, our parents want us to go to medical school, or our kids want us to host the third sleepover in the row or whatever it is, we aren't going to fare as well. We certainly aren't going to feel as good or be as satisfied in our lives, but it's harder to stay motivated and stay on task. When we come at it from a place that is driven by our intrinsic motivation, when the activity itself is interesting and satisfying, we are more likely to continue. So explore that a little bit. And it helps to take a look at your values. You know, one of my values and the root of my purpose is I want to be of service. I want to make things a little bit better on the planet for all of us, myself included. And right now, I feel like I can do that by entertaining, inspiring, and educating others through my writing and my podcast and my parenting and hopefully through the support I give my friends. So that keeps me working on these things. My values are also to support my physical and mental health and to be a good family member and friend. And those things light the fire from within and ramp up the intrinsic motivation I need to do those things. With intrinsic motivation, we perform an activity for its own sake. We are motivated by the participation, the engagement alone. The extrinsic motivation, like money, drives us toward a goal for the reward or to avoid problems. This is why we get stuck in jobs we hate, right? The motivation is the money we need. That's the extrinsic motivation. It's the external reward. We need money to live on this planet. You don't find the job satisfying, but you want the money and you don't want to lose your job. You want to avoid the punishment. So you keep showing up and that's hard to do, but we're driven by those external rewards and punishments. So it's important to sit back and look at how you're living your life and the things you're doing and what is driving them. Are you driven from within? Is it intrinsically motivated? Are you driven by external rewards? And really our lives are a combination of both of those, right? We we are driven by both things at different times depending on the goal at hand but when you are choosing your own goal something that's important to you like losing weight or uh, improving your relationship or finishing graduate school then you need to know what's driving you Figure out what matters to you. Don't judge it. This isn't a right or wrong thing. Nothing is trivial. Just know what matters to you and then evaluate how your goals align with those values. If they don't, it's time to adjust. And there are times in our lives when we outgrow our values. My values as a 25-year-old young woman are different than a 50-year-old woman right? There are different things that matter to me now. So it's worthwhile taking a values assessment. We'll talk about that in one of the episodes. But right now, know what you value and look at your goals and see if those two things align and then see what drives them. Are you driven intrinsically or is there an external reward you're looking for? If they don't align, then switch it up a little bit. You either need to adjust your goal or you need to adjust your values to fit more in line with the life you want to lead. Makes sense? Life feels better and even happier when our actions align with our values. And it's easier to keep going. We are more likely to stay motivated even on the hard days when our motivation is flagging if we know what we care about and why. You'll have a clearer perspective into your own motivation and be more likely to succeed. So for our Simply Start segment today, I want you to start streaking. Do you remember that from the 70s? I was a little too young, but it seemed like every time you turned on a football game or something, somebody was streaking. In any event, start streaking. And what I mean by that is pick your goal, know the why, pick one action that will get you moving toward that and track it. Start streaking, make a chart in your journal or on a spreadsheet or a simple graph on the fridge. I don't care how you do it, but create a simple system for you to track your streak. So you can follow how many days in a row you complete that one activity that is moving you toward your goal. I track my morning pages and I track my workouts and I track my workouts with just a check on my calendar page. If I work out that day, I put a check there. I track my morning pages by simply putting the number of the day on top of the page. I'm up to like 346 days that I've written three pages every day for 346 days in a row, Um, and I can tell. And I'm fired up to see that number increase every day. I like finding the check marks on my calendar pages. These pages go to my value of wanting to explore and learn and improve as writer and get healthier and all those things. But there's something about seeing that streak continue. It makes it easier to keep going. I don't want to mess up. The check marks, right? So even on the days when I'm tired or I don't feel like writing, I look at the top of the page. I'm like, wow, I've gone 346 days in a row. I don't want to blow it now. Streaking is one simple method, one uh, hack that will keep you moving toward your goal. What do you think? Are you going to try it? Let me know if you decide keeping a streak. And I know there's some apps For this, I'm a paper and pencil gal still, so I like to make a note or make something visual, but check it out. Pick your activity. One simple thing that if you do every day, it will move you closer to your goal and keep track of it. And Let me know what you pick. I'm at www.imperfectspirituality.com. That's my blog where you can find out more information about the things we talk about here, or you can reach out to me at PLCampbell on Twitter. Let me know what you're streaking toward. And that brings us to the Simply Nifty segment. And I also play certain songs on certain days, sometimes during a workout, sometimes when I need to settle down and focus at work or I'm getting fired up. I notice my daughter does this too. They always have music going, but whenever she's on her way to a soccer game, she always wants certain songs played in the car. And there's actually some research to back this up. When we have a favorite song or focusing on a favorite song that feels motivating to us, it counteracts the brain signals that are associated with fatigue and boredom. If you're feeling bored or fatigued, tired, you don't feel like going on, you put on a song that motivates you, then you will be more energized and more likely to fall into flow while you're working toward your goal. So that's interesting. What is your most motivating song? That's a simply nifty segment. There's research by cognitive neuroscientists at the University of Groningen in Holland. His name is Dr. Jacob Joling, and I am not sure how to pronounce his name, but I read the study in the journal, and he investigated what kinds of songs are most motivating. He found that music is linked with memory and emotion, and those associations, the good feelings that come with those, can determine whether a song helps propel us or holds us back. Tempo matters, the lyric matter, the musical key matters, and what science shows is that songs with 150 beats per minute also trigger a sense of energy in the body. So throw all that together, and you're going to be motivated by music, right? Dr. Jacob Jolig found that there are some particular songs that are motivating to almost all people. Uh, The first one is Don't Stop Me Now by Queen, and then Abba's Dancing Queen. I love that. The Beach Boys' Good Vibration. Billy Joel, Uptown Girl, is number fourth on his list. Survivor, I Have the Tiger, that always gets me going. And there's a bunch of others like Gloria Gaynor, I Will Survive. Katrina and the Waves, I'm Walking on Sunshine. Now I probably ruined those for you with my um, attempt at karaoke here, but the point is is that music can motivate us. Find one with a good beat. What matters most is that it's something you like, something that you feel fires you up, Uh, or go from this list, which I think is just simply nifty, and use it to get yourself going on the days you don't feel like going anywhere. That's a way to keep up with these new habits we're installing in our life and to create the lives we want. I think all this stuff helps us live purposeful and meaningful lives and just have more fun doing it. And that's the point of all of this. So find the source of your motivation. Pick a good goal, one that drives you. And find the pick-me-ups, the rituals, the habits, and the music to keep you going even on the days when you don't feel like it. And I think that's a wrap for today. This is Polly Campbell. And simply said, these ideas will help us all live well, do good, and be happy. an Electric cat Production. See you there. Electric Cast. Electricast. Electricast. electric electric acid, electric acid.